0: I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot the shot. I'm coming in. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Asha, coming in with another gripe of the week. Early. Early. At the top of the show. Um... So this is kind of like a, it's a serious question. Um, So, I so since the head coach carousel, so all the head coaches are moving. Um, We were just talking about Manny Diaz being the, being the defensive coordinator at Penn State or whatever. Um, So how do you, you all feel like if you, if y'all you had kids, these coaches come talk to your kids about coming to play for them and, you are win a natty and get a great ed- education. And then as soon as, you know, they come off your couch, they're leaving to go to a different school. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> you liar. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I don't have a son just yet, but i you know, I think I will hope I would raise my son to, you know, for education first and then, you know, I you know, athletes come second. So, you know, get that good degree. And if you make it to the league, you make it to the league. But if you don't, you still have a good education to come out, you know, on the back end with besides just, you know, going to play. Because coaches do lie. I mean. Every day. Every day, B. every day <laughs> Every day, be. So, who was the start? I mean, Aaron is like, start. I feel he like has, like
1: has words. Yeah, you, you have a son, you so you can't have, have a first, son. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, if a coach comes to mind... Depending on the coach, right? If Four a, catches already. <laughs> if, a, if a Lincoln Riley or a Nick Saban is coming to see my son, I think at that point I know my son is good enough to potentially make it to the NFL. You, they see something in him. At that point, if he has enough work ethic, can't get there on town alone, sure. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I will be teaching my son at this point now, son, you are a commodity. And you need to treat your craft as a business and you need to make smart decisions. So, one of those decisions is the fact that you have an opportunity now to at least get three years worth of an education for free. You can always go back to school and finish those last couple credit hours or semesters, but this is your job. Good
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's an applause I'm yeah, sorry what you thought I, I was gonna great, great response
2: I thought you hadn't hit the record button
1: <laughs> no no because you, you, you had that look on your face like god <laughs> <dude."> <laughs> no 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 it's a great answer you know, it's funny because every time I see a recruit doing silly stuff I'll call it silly where it's like he commits to three different schools and and it, and it clearly just looks like he doesn't have good guidance I jokingly always say, I blame the father. Like, I got a group, I got a group chat I'm in. We talk about a lot of recruiting and stuff like that. And I always say, I blame the father. I say jokingly, but also kind of seriously, because there should be a a parental figure like that, like what Pump just said, who should be helping this kid understand how this stuff works. And so when, I, when they're doing a bunch of silly stuff, I'm like, well, where's the parental guidance? So... I mean, for me, personally, I would feel some kind of way because I think, you know, let's be honest, college football, to me, the winning typically follows the coach. Right? I know a lot of us, like, we are fans of storied programs, but I think we've all seen to a certain extent now that, no, not everybody can win at that program. At one point, Miami thought, well, it doesn't matter who comes in coaches. We'll still win championships. And then we realized, no, it actually doesn't work like that. Right. And you guys, you know, had the luxury of having Bobby You know, for a lifetime, felt like. And then eventually he leaves and is like, and then Jimbo wins. It's like, okay, well, maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. the school is bigger. And then you go through a situation kind of where you guys are now. So I would feel some kind of way because the coach definitely matters. You know, like a coach absolutely matters. Because I would would hope I wouldn't be that dad to force my kid to Miami. Because that's my team. You are going to be that dad. Stop it. I would. He would have to at least take a visit, but I'm not going to make him sign there because at the, at the end of the day, that is also his career. He's got to do what's best for him. But I will be there to help him make a sound decision. I
3: 100 agree with you, except for that. If Little Breezy decides to go to FSU,
1: that's not an option. Ain't no right, right. So no, no, no. I mean, there's so many other schools, though. I didn't say I can't tell him where to go. I can tell him where he can't go. Just not the Tallahassee. He can't go to Shamesville either. I got you.
3: So I think as a parent. You want to be involved, but to a certain degree. You want to, first of all, let your son know the NFL means not for long. So you have to have a plan Mm. outside of the NFL because not everybody goes to the NFL. I think you have to, as parents, you got to identify, hey, what do you want to do outside of sports? Then once you figure that out, you look at the schools that's offering you and see what they have to offer. Mm -hmm. Because I think I'm a firm believer and you don't commit to a coach. You commit to the school. So whereas if that coach leaves for whatever reason you still found something that you, you liked in that school that may force you to stay or may you like a certain program. You, you build a bond with these guys. You're just not following coaches across the country because have, have, what we've seen lately, they care about themselves first. They're all salesmen
1: at, to a certain degree. But let me ask you, though, right? So you are a proud Florida State fan. And if there's a guy running that program and you're like, this guy has no idea what he's doing. This guy, he just, Willie, you were not the biggest Willie guy, right? And you felt like Willie didn't have a plan, he didn't have a vision, and he didn't have his stuff together. right? Like you always say, they missed a walkthrough before the Notre Dame game, right? You say that, you bring that up. And your kid was like, well, dad, I mean, I love Florida State like you do. You're okay letting your kid go play for Willie? 'Cause he's committing to the school. But I think uh, go
0: ahead. but I think at the end of the day, I think if my if our child was to say, you know, I like FSU, I want to go pay, it essentially is his choice. Yeah. Like when in this thing called life, you want to make choices and you have like some and most of the time when when we make when we ask people for their opinion, we already have in our head what we're gonna do anyway. Right. So they're either pushing us more towards that decision, or we might think about it for a beat, but we're still gonna make the choice that we already had in our head anyway. Can we? Can we also honestly be
2: honest, like? I think a handful of these <clears throat> the kids, the, the top tier kids. I don't think a lot of them honestly go to the schools that they grew up honestly loving, right? Because to me, it's like if you see a a a high level recruit from California, from L A. I would assume that he grew up a USC fan or maybe his parents are from, you know, uh, California or from Los Angeles right. and they grew up UCLA fans or whatever. So you end up saying, oh man, you know, my my pops, he's always wearing Bruins stuff. I was Bruins down. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden you end up in Clemson. That's weird. So at yeah. that point you're making a business. You're not going for the school. You don't care about Clemson. Yeah, sure. When you graduate or when you go there and now all of a sudden you've made your ties and all that stuff there now, it's the wave though.
3: It, that's why you see so many kids going into the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. The, like the corner from that went to Georgia. Now he's at Miami Stevenson. Yeah. His heart was in Miami, but the wave was in Miami at the time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. go to Georgia, find out it didn't work. And I'm going back to my heart. So I would say as a, as a father, give me some legit reasons outside of sports, outside of football, why you want to go to this school.
0: Mm. But I think it's all, but it's, it's kind of hard for you also say that because they it's all they these kids have an out now, which is the transport porter portal, yeah. excuse me. If you don't like what's going on, you don't like what's happening, you can just declare yourself to be in the transport it portal. It
3: goes to Omar's point then. Then I blame the father. You're not raising this kid right, because it's it's not all about football at the end of the day. You could transfer to as many schools as you want. Yeah. You that doesn't guarantee you a starting spot.
0: You I don't want to, y'all to just hop on the father. Some some kids ain't got no daddies. I mean, and that's why I mean I jokingly say, right.
1: Whoever the parent is. And to go back to and to answer your original question, to me, I wouldn't be mad at the coach because I understand it's a business. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I uh, same thing when they go to the pros, right? Just the, the guy who drafts them might not be there in a couple of years. And that's kind of just how the game goes. You know, it's a little bit frustrating, right? And you gotta be able to read between the lines and see through the nonsense because they're they're selling you, right? I mean, that's what a coach is doing when he comes and sits on your couch and he's trying to get, you know, your four-star, five-star kid to come play for him. He's selling himself. He's selling the school. He's selling the program. And he's sometimes about selling the conference, right? So you got to be able to see through that and understand like, yeah, he's going to tell you everything great. He's not going to tell you the bad stuff. He's not going to tell you all the kids that he didn't develop or the kids that didn't get drafted that were highly recruited. So... You know, I think the 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 parental piece of it, as an adult, you should be able to more appropriately see through some of the selling, right? See through some of the the fluff, and try and really get to the meat and help the kid make a good decision. All right?
3: There's no way I was going to let my kid go to Dan Mullen school. Why would. you? I, I
1: could read through him over dinner
3: easily, and some of it is single moms just getting sold.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's. Or- a- or parents getting so I mean uh, what's that kid Brownlow Dindy 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 Brownlow five star D lineman from like Lakeland or something like that Oh yeah yeah all of a sudden his dad has a job in College Station Texas <laughs> Oh like Jimbo come on, dad. Jimbo's pulling the strings yeah. What are you Again, expect? getting sold Yeah and then, and to me that's the
2: that's the disappointing part about it because if 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 I see a kid from Nevada entering the transfer portal I'm like well why'd you go there in the first place Nevada's not a school That you know for football Like you went there Because why Because that's the only school That offered you anything Right And if that's the case Then why don't you just stay Because you're not going To another school That's gonna That's gonna Give you a better chance You can't make it in Nevada You're not gonna make it to Alabama <laughs> <laughs> So what are you doing Just get your education bro Unless you're Kaepernick and, But I mean But even but even still Like like fine Unless you're Kaepernick But even if you are that guy To maybe make it to a Day five Or I mean A, a fifth round or fourth round draft pick like a lot of these kids don't even realize that even that one contract is like generate could be generational to you. Like yeah. even if you sign a 1.3 million dollar contract, have your mom, have your dad, have somebody in your family that might have a little bit of paralegal history, let them be your lawyers. So you're not paying ridiculous, you know, uh, uh agent fees and bank that money. Cuz clearly you're a fourth round, fifth round pick. You might make it, you're probably going to be out the league in a year or two. All right. But you just got after tax is 850000 mm-hmm. dollars which you probably never would have seen again in your life. We need to pull
3: up like the the rate for how many kids transfer and end up starting. Okay, so can we
1: we gotta table this though, mm-hmm. right? Because we yeah. say we're gonna come back it's to It's down that. the road. Yeah. Like, we're gonna come back to the, the transfer portal.
0: So um I do have one thing to say before I end my gripe. Um, freight, the gate is our trash. <laughs> and that's- and that's just that on that.
1: Frank been missing on Twitter lately. Mm. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Let me check on Frank.
0: Somebody check on
1: him. He ain't feeling belt, Billy. Guess not. <laughs> he ducking Twitter fades. Mm. Listen. <laughs>
0: so I do wanna say that before I before I get up, off up off this mic that the gate is our trash. I said what I said. I, I said what I said. And nobody gonna I know it, ain't nobody gonna check me on it, so mm. that's just that on that. I mean you ain't but,
1: telling no lies. Mm-mm.
0: You tell no lies. I don't get on this mic can tell lies. It
1: is
0: spicy. But also, like the table, this this conversation, me and Shay, I was having a conversation before we left the house. Unk, Unk Shay, Um
3: at this point it only matter when you get
0: on <laughs> <laughs> about um speaking on like parents and having kids and having them pay sports. Y'all heard me when I said the last time I did my gripe, to quit betting on, on betting on the bucks because ever since then they've been winning. Oh yeah, oh, she's she's right. Yep. Second, please stop going to these little fields and thinking that your son's gonna go to the NFL after he got an <laughs> eighth grade. And I think this goes back to what we said about the parenting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that deep. Like. They're they're, for, they're thir- like the high, the highest age you could play to is thirteen and fourteen years old. Your fourteen year old is not going to lead. Like I'm I promise you. I actually like, I'm I'm kind of weird. You're I, mean, killing I, I dreams. do hate
2: that. Like if you ask a kid, like, oh, what do you want to be? I wanna play in the NFL. Like stop. Just like honestly, what do you really want to do? You can dream, man. I, I get it. What do you like outside of football?
1: That's a better answer. That well, no, no in that's my, a, that could be a decent follow-up question. But if a kid says he wants to be in the NFL, like who are you to kill it? I'm not trying DeSean to say that. Sean Watson it. said that to somebody. Oh, that's a bad example. It, oh, Aaron right. Rodgers said that at some point. No, no, so bad any examples. anytime, <laughs> anytime you mention
2: anybody <laughs> that's actually in the NFL, it's a bad example. They are honestly
1: one percent of the population that plays football. No, which is true, man, but the fact that somebody did it means it could happen.
0: No, so I'm not saying All right. so, so I'm not saying yeah, right. kill, kill, like.
2: I'm cool. You with can killing kill kids your dreams, child's honestly. dream by being too, that man. parent that just oh. think
0: that your child is going to the NFL at the age of 14. That's it. That's that's just how it is. Nope. Like it's just <laughs> excuse me, excuse
2: me. Uncle's legit fighting this gnat or mosquito right now. <laughs> He's loose. He's down O2. Uh, I missed
0: it. <laughs> I think oh, I'm down O
2: three. <laughs> He's down O two now.
0: <laughs> so it's all Omar. Oh <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I think we done the nat the Nash is playing right for us right now. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. You gonna make Finish it? Up.
0: No, it's fine.
2: Breezy, you gonna make it? <laughs> God, we definitely need a camera so we can just catch half of the stuff that happens. What wasn't that funny? What did you no, you, you no, you had to see the whole size up. Like, and then he
1: rotated. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying
3: to avoid the mic. Oh, but yeah, kill kids' dreams. Good,
1: kill kids, Kill em. That's how we killing. That's em. how we ended
2: the segment. Listen, I'm cool. If if that's your, if oh, that's your, man. to me, make and make make the NFL your backup plan. I'm okay even telling a kid that. Like when you go to college, you have to study something though. You can't just go to school or, or go to college. Yeah, to but play football. but the
0: 14, like so it'd be fourteen year olds that's playing on these teams that's actually ninth graders in right. high school. So and most of the time is they can't pay in high school because they grades. So it's just like okay, so now as a parent, you're prioritizing your child this willingness to play football over the fact that your child can't maintain a two Y'all remember in what's the movie uh the um the basketball movie when they asked he asked coach the coach Carter. coach Carter they asked for a two point three and the parents lost their mind <laughs> like. So you blame the parents.
2: Back to
3: Breeze's point. That's what she said, though. She said she she started with the parents. Yeah, she's right.
2: At some point, though, like with like kids who want to play football, like it's not, it's not one and done. Where you can honestly just go to school for a semester and kind of quit. Like you have to be there for three years. What do you want to study? What do you want to learn? What else do you want to do besides playing football? General studies. That's the go to.
0: But I'm just saying Even before you even get To the general studies You have to get You have to make it through yeah. high school Like your child Can't even sure. maintain A 2.0 You have bigger fish to fry Rather than tell your son That you go to the NFL If they cannot maintain A 2.0 2.0 is a C So, and, and so
1: I thought you were, I feel like you wanted To start with that This, this is on your spirit mm-hmm.
0: This Cause we was just it, it, Like when we was Talking about They the, was just shooting Yeah they like was just games. They was at a little league game Alright and they started right. they started fighting and shooting that's neither here out there my like because even shayon had asked me what if like we have a son that's playing football and we find out that the coaches are um betting on our child they're not gonna bet on my child because guess what he's a kid
2: yeah well then but breeze will be like well don't worry
1: son pete rose did it pete rose gets way more flack than he should for he that. should and also and they need to put Pete In the Hall And time. also mm-hmm. If his
2: son can't make it past You know Get that 2.3 Breeze will be like Oh don't worry Floyd Mayweather did it. He can't read either
1: man, <laughs> he, can't, he can't read But he made it Look see, at him He got one more than an hour Breeze got something He got something for everybody Absolutely. All it takes is one guy to do it Now I know it can happen That's no, how no, I see no, that's, that's how trash, I see the world around trash. me I'm not doing that. If anybody else can do it I can do it no. I used uh,
3: to hate seeing 10th graders wearing their Little League jerseys While I got a game on Friday Why? What, what are you doing?
1: You felt some kind of way <laughs> on. Take
3: it off not take it off. Come play with us. <laughs> Step your cookies up. Yeah. It's trash.
0: Okay. But anyway, this your girl, Asha. Um, another week of Asha Garcks of the Week. I'm trying to get back more every week. Um, you know, life is happening. I am a mom of a toddler. That's you did, know. Did anybody else notice the Prince reference that she dropped?
2: I did not. She was talking about this thing called life. Oh,
1: I didn't catch that. Oh man. No, oh, yeah. oh, shame on me. Well, fool fool you twice. Can't get you fooled fool again.
0: Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, peace. I'll see y'all next week, hopefully. But y'all know how this
1: goes. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. In the creek don't rise. That's the only way. Yep. All right. Right out the gate. It's kind of deep. It feels like, like what are we going to talk about after that? That was a very oh, we're deep to oh, We're
2: going we're to be very shallow. It's the three of us. So. Yeah, pretty much. Nothing. Everything else will be surface
1: level. Absolutely. I'm cool with that. All right. Again, episode 50. 50. 50. 5th. 5th. 1, 2, 3, 4. 5th. Your Honor, I got some important documents to show to the court. (laughs) 5th. Mike Singletary. Uh, So so you want to be trash today. I don't know what you mean. Vita Bale. Vita Cheese.
2: (laughs) Whatever. Cole Anthony. Greg Anthony mm. uh, David Robinson Joel Anthony <laughs> <clears throat> Three
1: Anthonys Yes I um, <laughs> hate, hated him Hated school oh, Mega you know, Okafor Oh no, that's not, not
2: Where I thought you were going
1: mm, I'll come back to that I think I know What you're talking about Did Greg Oden have 50 At one point did for in the Miami. Uh, give me Tyler Hansborough. Yep. I was about to do it. Mm-hmm. So since you went to North Carolina, I'll go Duke Guy, Corey Maggetti. Mm-hmm. Gettios. Nice one.
2: Just, just like that. Out? Yeah. All right. Uh greatest goalie in Blackhawks history, Corey Crawford.
1: Yeah, okay. Rams, Ernest Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang, I, um, I got one more. Uh, you can jump back in, can't you? No? Uh, can you jump back in? Nope. Wow, I should wow. said no. The veto power. Wow. Uh,
2: Florida State legend, Ron Simmons. Miami Hurricanes legend, Jim Otto. Sure. Uh... <laughs> Patriots, Mike uh, Vrabel?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Miami Hurricanes, Rocky McIntosh. Bums. <sighs> um. hmm. <laughs> Chicago Bears,
2: Barcavius Mingo.
1: Great name. Fantastic Ash name. a great name. Garbage player, though. <laughs> That's a great name. Can I throw him a clue? No. No. Nah. No clue. Absolutely. I'm not going to do that. AJ Hawk. Ooh, good one.
2: Uh oh, back uh, uh um uh back to the pats. Um Rob Nikovich. Sure. <laughs> no, yeah, he was like the super de- <laughs> Nikovich, yeah. yeah. there, I'm there.
1: Magic and Denver Nugget, Aaron Gordon. Ooh. Okay.
2: Five. Uh Chicago White Sox, John Danks.
1: <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies, Zach Randolph. That
2: was my one. That's day one. Uh, Five. Uh Boer. Four. Oh, three. Of uh, uh Florida State Seminoles. Rest in peace, Michael Ojo. Baseball player, okay. No, nobody. Sure, big. Just recently passed. Anyway, sure.
3: Cool. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Five, four, three, two. I'm out. One. One. Did anybody say Mookie?
1: I haven't gotten to baseball yet. No. Nobody said Mookie. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. he won now. Was that the was that the you wanna give us the extra one? It was actually Larry Foote. I was gonna say, uh oh.
0: <laughs> What <laughs>
3: What? Yeah, Larry Foote.
2: I was okay. gonna say uh, <laughs> cause, of, cause of the cause of the gout. Gout. <laughs> that was my clue. <laughs> Jerks. Adam Wainwright finished it off, Cardinals. Whatever, man. Yes. I got gout, everybody.
1: (laughs) And now the people know. The man to my left with the gout
2: is pumped.
1: Yes, Yes, sir. (laughs) The man to my right with a healthy feet is (laughs) on shit. (laughs) Yep. I am freeze. This is the Somebody Said Podcast. The Somebody Said. The Somebody Said. The Somebody Said Podcast hey listen I, i'll drop a hot 16 on you nah. 32 off the cuff not at all 14 off the dome i wrote down the other two
3: absolute
1: worst, all right man. somebody said podcast man <laughs> welcome, welcome 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 <laughs> episode 50 so unc has has pulled veto power mm-hmm. and said that last week's show cannot be episode one of season two Bad symmetry yeah Nobody said this last week. Actually, it was the wife's idea, and I agree. Hey, well, at that point, you can't
3: say episode 49,
1: season two. Done. <laughs> done. gotta be 50. We do what we want. We have a gavel. Just she overruled, so yeah. this will be episode one of season two. Drop the little law and order. Doom doom.
2: Is that the Kanye Bop? Yeah, and that, I was thinking, I was thinking the ninety four seven. No, when they do like the little law, let's all go to court now. They got the little Peter Griffin. he's no, singing, you guys nah. never heard this? He's singing I don't like listen to the radio. Well, it's 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 from Family Guy. He's actually making his own song to the Law and Order. Nope, <sighs> I've never
1: heard it. I'll find it. I don't play the radio. You shouldn't. Don't. Mm-hmm. One-stop shop, everything sports. Make sure you're following us on social media, on Twitter, Somebody Said Pod, Instagram, Somebody Said Podcast. We are brought to you by two amazing sponsors. We are brought to you by the Red Lady Rum Punch, the official beverage of the Somebody Said Podcast. Please, friends, drink responsibly. Please. We're also brought to you by the Law Office of Clinton Paris, because if for some reason you are foolish and you don't drink responsibly, you might need to call the Law Office of Clinton Paris, where they take the pain out of being hurt, because you will be hurt in more ways than one, likely. It just goes together so well. They they really do play off each other. Yeah. They Unfor- really do. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Fortunately, huh? maybe. It's actually it's kind of fortunate. Well,
2: fortunate? For- have you, girl? I
1: thought Uncle oh, would come in. Oh, yeah, i right? distracted. Just forget it. Just trying to make sure I don't beat him in fantasy.
3: I'm actually shocked Terry McLaren gave me zero points.
1: Yeah. That's- and thank I needed that because I didn't remember to take Adam Stealing Thielen up out of there. So they equaled each other out. I'm sorry. Okay. Anywho, so we've already got a gripe, kicked us off, right? It really kind of set the tone. Like I say, we, we almost have to goof off the rest of the show because that was like a like a serious topic. Oh, yeah, so for balance, we're just, just going to goof the rest of the show. We What's got that? like a nibbly. We're not even going to play like the nibbly music for it because it's literally just one thing. And then we got a wrap up of some college football stuff. We're preparing for bowl season. Mm-hmm. Not here yet, but we're getting all prepared for that. Coaching carousel has ended. And Transfer Portal, as we've already alluded to, is jumping. Packed. That thing is like a hojo party right now. Mm-hmm. Jumping like Destiny's Child Not That's such a St. Pete what, this is Chris Cross. This is a St. Pete podcast. It used to be That's
0: so hot. Now, okay, we're not going to go Yeah, we're not going to go down. So,
1: down. and then we're going to do a little bit of NFL. Right? I was sheltered. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Imagine a Jamaican house party. Hot, hot, yeah. Coming all steaming. Mm-hmm. Okay, pump. You got the nibbley for us. Do I have the nibbley? Thought you did. No. Oh, it's about high school. Well, why would you give me the high school? Stuff? <laughs> well, because you
0: pulled it up. You kind of you volunteered you, yourself. Yeah, you
1: said you had it up. You were looking at the scores. No,
2: I, I definitely got a volunteer, but I can pull it up. It's, you volunteered yourself. I, I, no, I didn't. All right, you fine. guys
1: volunteered me. Three A. The only 3A Tampa Bay team I was it was Berkeley Prep. They played against Shamanad Madonna, a team that had beat Lakewood earlier in the year quite handily. We were hoping that Russian attack for Berkeley Prep would be able to hold up, you know, Bates, Xavier Townsend. Well, they really were dominated, really beginning. And they ended up taking a loss 21-0. This was the 3A state championship as well. And they really just weren't able to sustain anything. Chaminade, Madonna, which, I mean, they've got a four-star D in, and Kenyatta Jackson. I think it's Ohio State commit, something like that. So, yeah. you know, but Chaminade, you know, they're one of those teams down there in South Florida. And, you know, they bully <laughs> most teams they play. Yeah, they're just known for blue-chip
3: players year in and year out. And if you got a one-dimensional team like uh, Prep, it could be a long day.
1: Yeah, yeah. So It it seems like it actually was. They also have a a D-tackle who I think is like a three-star, maybe borderline four. Maude Moten, who's the younger brother of a D-tackle that was a four-star himself, played for Miami. So, again, Shamanamadon, they just got guys. And I don't think Miami's
3: 3A teams are the same as Tampa's 3A teams. It's it's a different level.
1: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. So that's how that went down. Great season, kudos to Berkeley Prep. Kind of on the heels of that, it doesn't. It's kind of unrelated. Xavier Townsend decommitted from Iowa State, I believe. Yesterday, we're recording on a Monday. I believe he decommitted. Was it yesterday or today? Seen it
3: yesterday. I don't know if it was actually yesterday yeah.
1: though. Yeah, I feel like it, it was yesterday. So kind of a big, and you noted know like his, you know, his his friend Greg is committed to Iowa State. There's a number of Tampa Bay kids. Terrell Crosby from Lakewood just committed to Iowa State. So there's a number of Tampa Bay kids that were going there, and he was one of them. And then, you know, he decided that he didn't want to go there.
3: I mean, sometimes it's it's what you want to sell a kid. And I'm thinking that Iowa State wasn't selling early playing time. Because, you know, Brees Hall led the nation in rushing, and they probably got a stable of backs that's already ready to follow up. So
1: Yeah, and it sounds like from what I'm hearing is that he's leaning towards UCF. So, you no, know, maybe Gus Malzon is, is being able to sell, you know, I've had successful backs, I've been able to get guys into space. I mean, you look at Anthony Schwartz, who was an athlete out of Miami, played at American Heritage, and they just use him as an athlete. You know, yeah. they did the same thing with um Ryan was, Davis. Ryan Davis, same yeah. thing. Like he was just an athlete. They just, you know, we're gonna get you on the field, we'll get you the ball and let you make plays. So who's maybe now Gus the all time reception that.
2: leader at Auburn?
3: At Auburn,
1: right? Yeah. So Gus could be selling that to him. Do you think
2: any of that goes to what we kind of talked about at the beginning with the gripe? Like,
1: why are you going to Iowa? So, Iowa State no. has has recruited this area no, Iowa. very well. Oh, the state yeah, the of state. Iowa? So,
2: again, like, I'm not surprised that if you decommit and now all of a sudden it seems like you're going to UCF, well, that's a hop, skip, and jump from home
1: as opposed to going to Iowa. It's about, it's about, or the coach, first of all, it's about effort, mm-hmm. right? I don't think the local schools or the schools in the state put in enough effort to get what is quote unquote, that second tier of athlete mm-hmm. like Greg Gaines. No, he's not Sam McCall, but well, I mean, obviously one place corner, one place receiver, but again, right. you know what I mean, he, he, he may not be the Jerry Judy, but the kid can play ball and he's a D one athlete. And the, the, the big three in the state from as far as I know, have not put the effort it to say, we want you, you are a priority to us. And Iowa State was like, yeah, we really, really want you, and we'll put in the work. We will fly from Iowa to go in home and make sure you know that you are a priority to us. I mean,
3: Florida State extended the offer, but I think it was just an offer to see what if this doesn't happen, then we got Greg to fall back on. But yeah. not actually showing the interest, even though Nick Saban came and saw a three star at Lakewood. So yeah,
1: they will. They, I believe those coaches. And obviously, you got to you got to look at it from the coach's standpoint. You're talking about. Millions of kids across the country. Mm-hmm. And they're going to prioritize who they think are the best fits, with the best talents, whatever, whatever. But Iowa State, in this class, and they've done it before, they've gotten local kids mm-hmm. before. They got TJ Tampa. They put in the effort to say, hey, there's talent in Tampa Bay. Like, a, I mean, who, um, Tor, Tor Feely mm-hmm. is from the Tampa Bay area. Like, how many Tampa Bay area kids are going to Florida State every year? I got you i, I guess you gotta I'm, be a blue chip like pretty much, or legacy. Yeah. you know what I mean, but like yeah. Miami's not recruiting no, I, area I, like I, that either I got
2: you I guess I guess my I guess my <clears throat> my real question i'm curious to know what other schools are targeting those kids like for you to have to skip past just local just closer vicinity stuff right even if you even if you go to somewhere in Louisiana, right you can go to Tulane Tulane's closer to me than in Iowa was too lame. selling them. Uh, again, I don't know. Again, Wish I'm I'm, I'm curious on we, who we
1: would love to get a couple of these kids on the show. Yeah, <laughs> so we need
2: to do that. Like, I'm like I'm curious on like what legit yeah. offers he had outside of Iowa State. Like, what did it come down to you? Yeah, like what are should... your top three Let's serious on yeah. we could, we could So,
0: before Plas went off on the deep end with his tweets, he asked that. Mm. He asked like the local, well, like USF. He asked about why. The same question you asked, like, how, like why does Tampa kids have to go all the way to Iowa State and stuff like that? Like, why they won't stay here? Because, like, I think USF sunk this year.
1: USF does a terrible job of recruiting this area, and they have for years. You sound very passionate about it Oh, I feel some kind of way, because even when Willie was there, and Willie's a Tampa Bay guy, he was from Sarasota. He did not prioritize Tampa Bay. He didn't. He'd rather go down and recruit South Florida then to recruit this area. Yep. And I, I feel some kind of way. Yeah, I do. No,
0: No, Plaza is actually, like I said before, Plaza went off the, on the deep end. Plaza actually write about that tweet, about that QSF and all, like all like they have a real issue with recruiting locally. Like we always get people that's not from here that come down here to play and stuff like that. So I hope, you know, maybe when I get the kids on here, maybe they can share some light on that. As to why they would go to an Iowa, I personally, if we have a future SJ, I, I don't think I was in
1: whoever's well, paying. <laughs> if they if they giving him a full ride and they're making him feel like a priority, and I mean Iowa State isn't they're in a big you know big conference, so it's not like he's going to you know, and it's it's all off of
3: reputation. It started with Jarvis West, then Leonard Johnson, now T.J. Tampa, so. The more players out of this area that go to Iowa and show that they yeah. can play on that level, they're starting to kind of generate a, a pipeline mm-hmm. that nobody wants to touch. Why not yes. just keep going mm-hmm. back and pulling players from out of this area? Yeah, yeah. Illinois is doing it too, right? You would think. Yeah. it's good
2: athletes. so yeah.
3: You would think USF would clean up on these guys.
1: Yeah. USF, You're UCF, not on the level of Florida yeah.
3: State, so they're not coming in your backyard and taking anybody.
1: Or even like FAU and FIU, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they're in one of the—they're in the most talent-rich area. But not all of their kids are coming from the Tri-County area down there in South Florida. Right. They have to go out of that area to get kids. Why wouldn't you come to a Tampa Bay? Where maybe that kid, you know, that three-star kid, he's, you know, Florida State ain't beating down his door. You know, Shamesville, they're right. not beating down his door. Miami's not beating down the door. So maybe he's that quote unquote second tier of recruit. Well, why wouldn't the FAU, right? Like, why wouldn't the FIU be like, well, come yeah. here? Right.
3: But yeah, you let Toledo come and clean up all the St. Pete talent. Toledo,
1: <laughs> Illinois, and Iowa State have recruited Tampa Bay almost better than anybody. Yeah.
0: But we'll take with that for when the kids get here. So, yeah, we'd we'll lo- we'll
1: love, their- we'll love to hear their perspective. Okay. That was supposed to be one quick nibbly and end up being a little bit longer of a nibbly because, you know, we feel strongly about the kids in this area. There's there's a lot of talent around here. And those kids absolutely deserve a shot. I mean, you know, those kids are legit. And very well could be playing on Sunday pretty soon. So we'll love to see them stay local, but, you know, they got to do what they feel is best for them. So mm-hmm. kudos to them and kudos to being able to go play at the next level because a lot of kids don't. All right. So I think we're good there. You mm-hmm. that nibbly. Mm-hmm. All right. Pay bills and then we will... Swing back around and we'll talk college football coaching carousel. a lot of C's. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the law office of Clinton Paris. For a decade, I worked for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, Attorney Clinton Paris, at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924, or at parislawoffice.com. At the Law Office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices Riverview.
0: The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch. A premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladypunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly.
1: Go Bulldogs! Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs! Bulldogs. Uh Not so fast, midget! Not so fast! So we're actually not going to talk games, right? Normally we, we do... Pickums and unless we talk Army Navy, that was a fantastic game. <laughs> game is a snooze fest every year. It's entertaining. It's, it, it is entertaining. Is not. It's a perfect time Dude, to take I, a nap. I think you would. You, uh, watch you would random like random Wednesday night football game. Oh, no, and you, you, sign me up for the match. He watches the X game. Watch <laughs> I do. When, when college football is I on. Do. No Army Navy is a oh, snooze fest. All right. all right, man. Best thing about it is uniforms. Sure. This is news for some football. Right. Sure, you watched the whole game. Good heart, no. <laughs> then still good heart knows about? football. It, it was on. It was sure, in the house. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Wednesday night action. There's also some good heart knows it. football. Yeah, I bet. Get out of here. It's a quick peek. All right, talking coaching carousel. So all of the head coaching jobs that have come open, the last big one closed up. <laughs> so the Oregon Ducks, who lost their head coach, did get you get him? <laughs> Nah, no. he's, he's still still moving around.
3: <laughs> slow, on, on four, on four. He's slow. Mark my words. He, like, gonna, yeah. oh, he
2: gonna die.
1: You gonna die today. Nah.
0: Oh I, die. I like his chances.
1: I like his chances now.
0: Side note, this dad is kicking their <laughs> butt. <blood.
1: laughs> <laughs> like suckers. Just buzzing around extra slow. All right. So on. the last job to, to be open was the Oregon job. And the Ducks have gotten their guy. Also, real quick, it's hilarious how all of these quote-unquote insiders and reporters are, have shown that they actually don't know anything. So there was a guy on Saturday who initially dropped the report uh, from AJC Sports. and I don't even know if I've heard of him before. Guy drops a tweet. He's from Georgia. And it's like, Dan Lanning will be the next head coach at Oregon. Dan Lanning, if you don't know who he is, he's the co-defensive coordinator at Georgia. And this guy dropped a tweet. So like Brett McMurphy and like Whittingham and all these guys are like, oh, these reports are premature. Sources are telling me Oregon has not made a decision. Somebody, one of these reputable sources said that he hadn't even been offered the job yet. Sure enough, Sunday rolls around. Dan Lanning is the next head coach of the Oregon Ducks. It's like, all you goofballs, like y'all don't know. And they did the same thing with Miami and that job. Oh, Mario, he hasn't even talked to Miami. It's like, I love the fact that they all show the fact that they actually don't have inside information and they get the information the same time. We do most of them.
3: I think we should start tweeting out predictions and just say sources
2: have told us. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm going
1: to start, no, start doing it. Yeah.
2: Why
3: not? Why not?
1: This is shot in the dark.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're, if you're wrong, who cares? And in all honestly, reporters never reveal the sources. So it could be her for all,
1: you know, could be, mm-hmm. could be y'all, especially Stephen. A. yeah. None of them it's sources say, sure, bro was his source. Anywho. I don't think that's a good hire, though. Speak on it. Well, when you when you
3: coach defense, defense at Georgia, is it really your defense, or is it, or is it Kirby Smart's defense? Like, I don't know. Kirby is known for his defensive background, so you would think that that defense reflects his identity. So all you got to do is not mess it up. Kirby's going to have a foundation in don't mess it up.
1: Now, what about what about this, though? Because I think one of the underrated traits for a really good coordinator is feel for the game and knowing when to call certain plays. Because Kirby does not call the plays. He's then, involved. He's involved with the scheme, to your point. Like, they may be running Kirby's defense. But in terms of calling the plays on the field, well, Manny was calling the plays. So... I think, and I think that's an underrated trait, like knowing when to call certain stuff, right. like that feel for the game. So yeah, they're probably running Kirby's scheme, but and you still got to have that feel for the game. And you had an opportunity to learn from one of the best defensive coordinators to, you know, coaching football.
3: How big is feel for the game when there's five stars at every position? I mean, He's going to Oregon. Oregon's not
1: a empty cupboard either.
3: He came from, was he under Mike Norvell? He came from Memphis. Lanning? Yeah. I don't know if I, he was under Mike Norvell or not, but. You haven't proven anything, and I don't think going to Georgia and almost going undefeated and losing to Bama and almost doing this under Kirby Smart makes you
1: a viable candidate for what well, well, what about his time learning from Kirby Smart? Does that not account for anything to you? No. That's
2: a, that's a very slippery slope, man. Yeah. Again, again, I think we've seen that same thing with Nick Saban OCs. Where they leave, and then they're just not who we thought they were. And like, oh well, you study under Nick Saban. Like, yeah, but you're not Nick Saban. You're just under that shelter. Yeah, you, so you're, you're under there. So yeah, so you 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 reap all the praise, but then when you get out there on your own, yeah, you're still running his system. But he knows the ins and outs of everything. He's a, he's a he's a great mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's like Bill Belichick. I don't know if you guys watch like the Manning podcast or whatever, or, or the, mm-hmm. uh, the the cast when they when they're doing shows. And he's uh, Peyton Manning was saying how Tony Dungy, who's known for defense, probably might have helped him out the most on offense because he can read, you know, Dungy can give him all what he sees from the defensive aspect. Yeah. And that helped him out. Belichick gave all of his defensive knowledge to Tom Brady. So it's just a feel for the game, like you said, but two of
1: the greatest ever. (laughs) Right. No, I'm good. I mean, obviously, I think when you hire a coach at a major P5 program who has not coached at a head coach at a major P5 program, there's a level of uncertainty. And I think for most coaches, I mean, aside from who, maybe Saban at this point, like who is a shoe-in coach, right? So at some point there's going to be a measure of uncertainty on whether they'll be successful or not. But for an Oregon team, I, I do think it's a good hire for Oregon, which goes back to what I think of that Oregon job. Oregon is not a top ten job, in my opinion. But, but they require to win at least nine to ten games a year. No, it's, they're not. Yes, though. They are. They're actually not. I don't think they are. I think. I think. Their goal is Pac twelve or bus. If you look Pac outside of, bus. if you look outside of Chip Kelly, and the last three years of Mario Cristobal, Oregon is not a winning program. They're not. They're not a. You go. Oh, so go back to the eighties and. Oh, you mean somebody, really, you mean Willie Taggart wasn't blowing the brakes off there? Like Mario Cristobal said, when he took over that team, they were 4-8. and eight. Like, that is not... we. I think we we get lost in the fact that, oh, Phil Knight is there and it's Nike money and the facilities are amazing. Yes, those things are true. But that football team has, does not have a history of winning. Like, they don't. They've never won a championship.
2: I think recent history is that Oregon has been competitive. Yeah, competitive they've been trading year, upwards. Which is so... I mean, it didn't,
1: they did play for a natty a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, with Chip. They yeah. did. Yeah. Chip the, took into to whole a natty. dire
3: fumble and...
1: Cam won it, yeah. They've been to a chip, but what I'm saying is I think that Oregon job is not like, you know, the Georgia job. It's not like the LSU job, where it's like, hey, bro, you got a couple seasons, and we need to be competing with Bama, fighting for SEC championship, playoff contention. I think you can go to Oregon and have a three-year rebuild, and they will be patient with you. Because, again, look at who they hire. And I, I made this argument when we were talking about Mario potentially leaving. They don't go take another blue blood coach. They don't. Oregon doesn't do that kind of stuff. And so the money we think is being thrown around up there in Eugene ain't being thrown around. They offered Mario seven and a half.
3: I think the better hire would have been Chip Kelly, to be honest. Oh, nah. You can't go back to that scoring lover. And then Uh Lannon, his first, his first stint as a head coach was to reach out to Kenny Dillingham from Florida state. How does that, what kind of impression are you are you putting on the Nike people that are spending the money you're going to go get a Florida State offensive coordinator here's my that, question that has a top 75 offense but that
1: actually proves my point what are the money what money are they spending we like to say they're spending Nike money how much money is he getting to fill out that staff
3: it doesn't matter i'm not spending my
1: money on someone that hasn't been proven but if he's only got 4 million to go spend you can't go get the best oc you can't you don't have the money for it you could take Georgia's O.C. You could get somebody better than Kenny Dillingham. Kirk, Kirk, again, maybe, maybe not, right? But it all comes down to how much money is available, right? That's part of why Mario left. Miami said, we will pay you $8 million, and you get $8 about to bail out your coordinator. You said
3: it was $7 million? They offered him seven and a half. How much is that? Because he, this is his first head coaching job? No, no, no they, that was,
1: they offered Mario Cristobal seven and a half. million. I don't know what they're paying. Okay, planning. okay. But again, but again, like teams are throwing around 10 years, 10 million. 10, 10 years, 9 million. And Oregon, with all this Nike money, with their winningest coach since Chip Kelly actually got him on the doorstep, oh, we'll throw you 7.5. Nike, I mean, Oregon does not throw around that money like that. They don't.
2: Oregon might just be one of those teams that honestly just likes to look good doing what they're doing and are okay with being where they're at. Again, they're, Oregon's name is always finds its way in the mix of a top, Ten top fifteen teams seems like every yeah. single year. I think
1: Oregon is Washington with great facilities. No, why not? Washington is a Jordan Brand school. Again, so they look good. Again, the
2: program themselves, yes, but nobody looks as good as, as Oregon. So which
1: is which is fine. Which may be enough for them. I think it is. Again, they 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 throw a bunch of money. They're about to build like outrageous facilities. They throw money at certain stuff. They are not throwing it at them coaches because. You cannot tell me that they don't have the resources to pay a guy 10 years, 10 million. You can't tell me they couldn't go get a Luke Fickle or, you know, they couldn't go get, you know what I mean? Like a a guy who's like legitimately the next big thing. So they sound like all your frustrations with Miami. Yes. And it's even worse because, you know, they got the money. Like I knew Miami had the money. The world didn't. Everybody knows Oregon's got the money to do and they just don't. So yeah. Dan Lanning's going to Oregon. I think it's a very interesting hire. I also think it's interesting because he's a defensive-minded like coach. There's also a little odd, like defensive-minded coaches become the hot thing. David Rand at Baylor. You got Lanning going to Oregon and somebody else. I'm Venables. Forgetting Brent Venables, Oklahoma. So I think that's also very, very interesting, especially in this day and age where we think offense rules and yeah. schools are saying, no, let's go get a defensive guy.
2: And yes, you're correct.
1: 2015, he was on that staff with uh, with Money Mike. Okay. Yeah, well, that's how he knows Dillingham. They work together. Yeah, and that's why he wants Dillingham to come with him.
3: I wanted to ask you though, do you th- what do you think
2: about this move though? Trying to get Dillingham. <clears throat> I know, I know, you, you, me, and Twelve kind of talked about it earlier, and just on, just for the sake of Dillingham not being good at his job, I'm okay with him leaving. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with Mike Norvell bringing in somebody that's better than him. At this point, if if the kids know the system, don't change it, keep doing it. They know the voice. To you guys' point, keep that staff cohesive to where kids coming in aren't gonna think, uh, oh, well, you know, the guys that brought me here are gonna be gone next year. All right. Or they could have the potential to leave. I'm big on cohesiveness. Like well, I've said that several times when it comes to college football. I love that. But at the same time, he's not very good at his job. Yeah. <laughs> so if if they wanna take him, take him, but who's who are we getting to replace him? And that's my issue. I'd rather stick with what I know that sometimes works, and then sometimes he can look really bad.
3: So you want you want him gone, but you want you still want what's familiar.
2: So you, you're on the fence. Yeah, unless us it's a clear upgrade. Yes, yeah, so unless gotcha. it's a clear upgrade, then no, keep him.
3: For the sake of recruiting, you keep him. Regardless, yeah. if if you don't want him, you keep him. He's he's the primary recruiter in Kevin Coleman Coleman's recruiting process. Uh, a J Duffy and multiple other
1: big-time recruits. So you just keep them just to keep this class afloat. Well, it's It's Monday. Monday. Nothing will get announced before Wednesday. Right. Nothing's getting announced before Wednesday. I mean, Mario does not have a staff at all, and he hasn't announced a single coach, and they won't announce any before Wednesday. Like, I'm not down for paying to keep him. No. (laughs) You don't want to – you're not trying to win a bidding war. I definitely think Oregon offer more money, so.
2: Yeah, at that point, Florida State does not need to say, hey, you know, we'll match
1: that. Oregon might not. Again, I I think we overinflate the how much money Oregon spends, but that's me. All right. But that is a good segue in terms of recruiting because the other thing we want to talk about was a Trends reporter, right? We've touched on it in a couple of ways now. Again, I was gonna read some names. Stop me if you have not heard this name before, okay? Let's see how let's see how many names we can go before you guys stop me, right? right. Quinn Ewers. Must know that name. Eli Ricks. Jameer Gibbs. Dylan Gabriel. Jaden Hazelwood. Spencer Rattler. Mm-mm, I don't know that name. Max Johnson? You don't want to know that name.
3: <laughs> Max Johnson? I mean, give me him. Give me his brother, but we gotta take him to get his brother. But yeah.
1: Theo Weiss? Uh Austin Stogner? I haven't heard. Who is that? Starting tight end from Oklahoma oh, yeah. One of the best yeah, they've yeah, had yeah, yeah. Keaton Slovis Terrence Lewis Should be going to Miami, right? Hopefully We'll see I, I got feelings on that Miles Brennan Chris Bogle all right, we get it. It's a bunch of people. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I skipped names. I skipped names. That wasn't even. I didn't just read off the top ten guys. Like there were other guys, like Kingsley, Samatea. Bo Nix, four star O Lyman. and I don't. Uh, Tank Bigsby's in there. What's like, going on at Auburn? They're not good. They don't. Yeah, they don't believe in that coach. Oh. They. I mean, they just don't believe in him. But I mean, this was his first year, and they did. They actually did okay. Like I guess the kids just don't believe in that coach. So it is what it is. But uh, again, the point is like this thing is ridiculous. I, I skipped Zach Evans. Number no, running former, back, number one running back in the country. Best
3: running back in the right. Portable.
1: Cameron Ward, uh Jared Verse, who was just at Florida State, Miles Frazier, Victor Olivatimi, Marcus Banks, who actually started games for Alabama and now he's in the portal. The transfer portal To me, in some ways, it's actually better than the actual recruiting classes.
3: How do you you govern the portal? Because it it
1: could get out of hand. What do you mean? I feel like it's already there. It is. I was going to say, like, what do you mean?
3: It's almost like the teams, they're losing their leverage on play. They could get them for a year, and now they're gone. How do you govern that? Here's the thing, though. Do you get to transfer once? I would think that's that's the first thing
1: you got to put in place. You only get to transfer once. Here's the problem, bro. This is this has always happened. The portal, the portal now, what we call it, in the way that we can see it is new. This has always been around. Kids have always transferred. That's not new, but it's it's, but it's they, more popular. But they were punished. But they were punished for transferring. Yeah, well, you had you to couldn't sit a play year, right away. Right, yeah. You had to sit a year. Yeah. Nobody wants to sit a year. Yeah. So you, I mean, so now you can sit one year. I mean, you can play immediately. But actually, that argument came from the coaches because think well, if you're a coach. Yeah, of course. Well, because if you're a coach, right? Let's say. You know, early signing day passes, signing day passes, whatever you've got, you are stuck with that. And then let's say in fall or in spring, kids like, oh, wait, I got beat out for the job. I'm out. And then, you know, let's say you had, you know, that was your backup quarterback and your starter gets hurt. Well, now you're stuck. So the coach is like, wait a minute. We want to be able to get one time transfers who are immediately available because they were at a disadvantage from a roster management standpoint. So it's like a double edged sword. Oh, absolutely. Backfired on the coaches. In almost everything. But again, if if you are a coach, though, I don't think Nick Saban has a transfer portal problem. Right? Brian Robinson ain't in the portal. Bryce Young ain't in the portal. Right? The guys who should be there and are doing what they're supposed to do probably ain't leaving. And Marcus Banks, honestly, kind of lost his job a little bit. You know, Quinn Ewers shouldn't shouldn't have transferred from Ohio State. Quinn Ewers should have never went to Ohio State. He should have went to Texas in the first place. That's where he was supposed to go. So that goes back to your earlier point of his heart was somewhere, and for whatever reason he decided to go. cha-ching, the dollars more than likely, he followed that money and it's like got up there and he's like wait a minute. First of all, I got to sit behind CJ Stroud for how long? See, and wait, is this cold? And that, but that, but and that right there
2: is what. Bothers me also because there's those classic pictures of the Alabama uh, quarterback room or the Alabama running back room, and outside of maybe one guy, they all grad they all like got drafted from Alabama. Yeah, and they were all still the best at what they did, and they all went first round. Right. What was what was the one they had? Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, and Tua. Yeah. And Tua. Right. All right, and All no playing on Sunday, starting, and, and <laughs> nobody decided to enter the transfer portal, mm. and everybody had to wait their turn, which was always been classic college football, unless you're just that guy. Mm. So, again, my my issue, like like we talked about, Bo Nix earlier. Bo Nix has been the guy at Auburn for a couple of years now. He was going to be the guy. He was he probably wasn't going to get beat out this year either. Why are you transferring? Or why, why are you? I take that back, just because you enter the portals and mean you're leaving, right? But why even bother entering the transfer portal? You're not going to be that guy. You're still going to be Bo Nix wherever you go. Yeah, the coach ain't, it ain't Auburn. You trash. Yeah, dude. it ain't Auburn that's doing it to you. But
1: I mean, at the same time, there's no way that kid is looking himself in the mirror and saying, "Man, maybe I'm trash." They don't believe that, right? But again, why right. at this not point, Bo Nix was a highly recruited kid all his life. he have been told, like, dude, you're the next great thing, and you're,
2: and you're in you're in the SEC. You're always on the spotlight. So where are
1: you going to go? Well, yeah. I think some of that is also like fit, or you know, again. Bo Nix didn't commit to, uh, what's that coach's name now? Harson. Mm-hmm. He didn't commit to Brian Harson. He committed to Gus Malzahn. Mm-hmm. He stuck around for a year. Maybe, you know, the, the vibes weren't there. He didn't like his coaching style, whatever it is. And he's like, you know, I don't want to play for this guy. So mm-hmm. I got one year left. I'll go somewhere else. Maybe he goes to, I don't know, a, a Virginia, a Wake Forest. You know, maybe he's the next Kenny Pickett at, at Pitt in his mind. So you know you can go other places and and play you know quote unquote big boy ball but you know I, I think there are multiple reasons why kids go into the portal. Sometimes I think coaches tell them like, look, you know I'm gonna just tell you now like, you're you're not gonna be the guy next year. Mm-hmm. You should probably you know look for other opportunities. You might want to download the Air app. <laughs> <laughs> not really an athlete. So so are, so are you are you guys more for or against the portal? I'm for it. Again, if we we talked earlier about coaches, Asha and her gripe brought up coaches. If a coach, I think, is a man of his word, he's doing what he said he would do, and he sets the right expectations from the beginning, you know, then I don't think you run into a portal problem, right? Or if you have stability, because I think also sometimes kids leave because, like Clemson right now, they just lost the OC and the DC. They both don't call no plays, and he lost the athletic director just for a little extra. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I came here to play for Brent Venables. Yeah. Well, I don't know who this next DC is going to be. And so, you know what? Let me go look for a better opportunity. Maybe I can go to Georgia. Darian Kendrick left Clemson last year. He goes to Georgia, and now they're a playoff team. They were number one in the country for most of the year.
3: I think I'm on the fence with it because not every kid succeeds in the portal, and a lot of them get lost in it. Mm-hmm. And
1: where do you go from there? To Pump's point, just because you go in the portal don't mean you're actually transfer. I just feel, just feel like it's an, an out. out. It's an out. Well, it's different for some of them. But, but again, but so, also, but look at uh, Baker Mayfield. Same thing, right? It, it worked, out, for, it worked yeah. out great for him. Yeah. Look, yeah. look at Kyler Murray. Joe just Burrow. fields. So it, yeah. it does hit sometimes. But I think the majority of times it's just Jermaine Johnson.
0: I just feel like it's an out. It's Jermaine it gives, Johnson. It gives the kids like an excuse not to try to get their spot.
1: It goes but Jermaine, back to the one and done NBA talk we had. But Jermaine Johnson wasn't going to get every snap at Georgia. He just wasn't. Georgia's got too many kids that are just as good as him. He's going to rotate. But He's you like, I don't to want to, to rotate. Georgia. So 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 again, I, I think
0: That's like that it goes back to what you just said. You chose to go to Georgia. Georgia mm-hmm. is Georgia. Georgia going to Georgia <laughs> Monday through Friday. Like I'm not under, like <laughs> Twice like I'm, on Saturdays. Yeah, so I'm not understanding you picked to go to Georgia. You knew when you picked that you go to Georgia that you're not that guy. So now that you're a senior, you're but not that my guy. Thing is, but,
2: but but Jermaine was that guy. He was nice. He always had the talent, yeah. he and just now was he another had, five star. Right. Yeah, no, no. So, so, so but So you knew that. Right. So so to me, he transferred, and he knew that he was going to be that guy on that end every snap, every game, every down. And he might not have gotten that at Georgia. He
1: wasn't. He was right? not going.
2: To he get wasn't going to get that. But
0: right? he knew that. If I, you're if you're if you're if if you're if you're a kid and you're football smart, you're not just talented, but you're also football smart. You know what it, you know, you know that you need to be good to be able to get that top spot. If you have that football smart and knowing that you chose to go to Georgia, Georgia gonna Georgia.
1: I think you're giving some of these kids too much credit. Yeah, because I think we all know some athletes who was not even smart in their sport. Right. That's I mean, not even
0: that, but it's just like, like you said, like Claypool. jokingly, you don't have a. <laughs>
2: <laughs> again, I, I guess, I guess it is kind of weird because you have again like Miami and you got Gore and Magee and Portis, and it's like, yeah. well, one of these guys got to to transfer, but maybe back then they wouldn't because I don't want to sit a year. I mean, Sean Taylor didn't get to start in two thousand. Absolutely, but again, if he transfers, he gets punished for it. So again, I I get the. I get the not wanting to tr- to to punish a kid for not wanting to be in a situation, no matter w- what it might be. It might be for, I, you know, I'm not comfortable here, mental health reasons, that's whatever, you, whatever. That's I why go you back take your visits. But that's, gotta, but that's also
0: how to go back to or the or joke that Omar had. Yeah. Where's your dad? Like, where's your parental figure? Because that's when you, as a parent, you step in. Like, if that if if that's my son, like, you know, you got to play behind. I it might not be me, it is gonna be Shayana and say, you know you're gonna be you know you ain't
1: better than him, right? Let's, hey, get, let's go hey, to USF. Okay. But again, <laughs> hey. or, or at least just let him know like this is how they like you said Georgia's Georgia. And so just know if you're on that D line, you are rotating, son. And maybe I'm just old school, whereas
3: if I make my bed, I'm gonna lay in it. I'm not just gonna don't I think you should only be able to transfer if there's a coaching change. Uh, you, you, know. you, went and visited these schools. You met the coaches. You you had multiple visits, so it's not like you're just reaching in a bag
1: and picking a school. So, I don't know, yeah. man. It, it, that's a really big decision for a kid, and I, I think it's very that's, hard. That's, that's the first that of decision. many decisions
3: in life, but and again, that's a lesson that could be learned. But it's
1: like my job. If I if I get tired of working in my job, I go find a new one.
0: But and you're nobody can t- nobody, nobody punishes you. But at right. the same time, you did take your, you did take the time to look at the benefits. To look at the money, to look at right. what they is they're gonna offer you. If they said, Omar, you have this this person that's in front of you that made two hundred thousand dollars a year and you only gonna make fifty, you're gonna be looking like, well And why? ain't no way you
3: could get to that. Yeah,
0: cuz he's way better that person is way mm-hmm. better at a job than you. You're gonna be like, you know what, let me go find a different job that also gonna offer me the two hundred thousand dollars 000- two hundred thousand dollars. Like I said, I'm not I'm not sure about the smaller schools like I said, Georgia gonna Georgia every day. Alabama gonna Alabama every single day. So as a kid that's in high school, like you like the that's when parental guidance come in. Son, you're gonna you're not better than this person. I'm sorry, I love you to death. I would rather me tell you that than you go out there and all the kids say boo.
2: I guess my last thought on it, I just I, I think I just came to an epiphany that I'm getting hyped up about a lot of kids who probably aren't gonna matter in a year or two. Yeah. I I I think we I just, all are. For 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 whatever reason, I think I just conversation. for whatever reason, I think I just realized that the names in this transfer portal are probably more than they have been in the last few years. But it's also, it's almost similar to the the NBA injury uh, issue last year, where people get injured all the time. It's just the names that were getting injured last year that yeah. made it a bigger deal than what it was, right? Mm-hmm. So you see these names like, oh, well, why is this guy transferring? This is the number one tight. Why, why is this guy transferring? Why is Bo Nix transferring? Bo Nix is a name. He's very talented. But he's probably not going to matter in a year or two. And especially yeah. all these other guys that I see transferring from Nevada and San Diego State and Zach Calzada. Like, I hey, know him. Zach
1: Calzada was starter at Texas sure. By default. Uh, sure. That's right. But again,
2: sounds like some cheese. If, if Zach is the no, second string quarterback, why is that going to matter to me?
1: Mm-hmm. So, I guess, sense. yeah. I, Man, I'm, let's I'm, not rule out, out that these transform.
2: coaches
3: are just lying to these kids. And I, I and that's oh, Let's not rule too. that
1: out. Again, because right. a, a coach is going to tell you everything good He's gonna tell you the bad stuff. right? He ain't gonna tell you the bad stuff, or he ain't gonna tell you, oh yeah, I'm you're next in line. He, he go right down, right down the street to that same kid, saying, oh no, no, you're next in line, right? So now fight for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah. but again, if, if a coach is a, an upstanding guy, I think the better coaches run into this issue a lot less. Or I think you also got a lot of coaching changes, so that will also foster uncertainty, and kids will be uncomfortable and feel like, well, maybe I need to be looking for my next opportunity because I didn't commit to you. Like yeah. if I was at LSU, I not want to play for Brian Kelly either. He's a murderer. All right. All
0: right. N- <laughs> next Thank you for listening to the uh Somebody uh, Said Podcast. Um we'll be back with episode 50. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, oh, show's just, over.
2: Yeah. <laughs> End it. I mean it's a running joke at this point.
0: Jesus Christ. Shots. <laughs> Wait, we're done? I think so No, I mean, y'all not done I'm oh. sorry, y'all we will trying to keep going She now, definitely just ended it, right? That was a lie We, we kind
3: of got to end it He ended like Chip Kelly Oh
0: my God <laughs> <laughs> All right Go
2: do,
0: ahead Do we have do Push
2: we, a button Do we have any, <laughs> do we have any more nippleies For the NFL no. And, and the, the
1: association? Uh-oh All right is, is it an NFL question? Yeah All right And that'll take us home What you got?
3: All right I want you all talked about it earlier, but I want y'all to say it on air. Oh. Who's better?
1: Dak or Herbert? Oh. Oh. Dakota Prescott. Why? I got into an argument on Twitter. I <laughs> mm. saw so this there's this, is, this is guy. He he puts up like Twitter polls. He's like, you know, who's better? Dak Prescott or Justin Herbert? And if you look at the numbers this year, Justin Herbert's having a better season. Yeah. He absolutely is. He's, I mean, he's thrown for way more attempts and, like, barely has more yards per game and, you know, his yards per thrower lower. But regardless, he's having statistically a better year. My thing with that conversation is Dak has done it for years now. Right. Right? And to me, that has to mean something, right? Because we're in the NFL these days with all the analytics and – you know, their ability to really break guys down. I mean, they, they'll they go back and watch your, your granddaddy's film. You no, know, literally like, you know, Peyton Manning, we used to go back and watch a kid's dad's film. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. So, you know, with the ability to adjust and prepare for guys at the level that they can now, to be able to sustain success and good production, that has to mean something, right? Every yeah. year that Dak is healthy, he's got top 10 numbers. Every single year. So to me, that has to mean something. Now, Justin Herbert's having a, you know, phenomenal first two years. Really, really good two years. But I think we are falling to that that shiny new tour syndrome. We want, we're looking for the next hot thing. Last year was Josh Allen. Year before that, it was Lamar Jackson. Year before that, it was Pat Mahomes. Before that, it was Russell... We're always looking for that next big thing. And he may, and he may end up being that. Yeah, because you named a bunch of guys who are still <laughs> sustainable. Guy, which which yeah. is fine. But then again, you come into a year like this, and Josh Allen, everybody's like, well, what's wrong with Josh Allen? Oh, Why yeah, is he just
3: tearing up the league? They were ready to name him the glory boy of the NFL.
1: But then, you but, know, teams start to adjust for him. So now he will, if he's really that, he'll, he will, you know, rise above it, right? He will up his talent or he will expand his ability and he'll sustain it. Dak has been able to do that. Justin hasn't been around long enough to do it, and that's all I'm saying. So at that point, give me Dak. All right. So let him thaw out for a minute. I mean, you yeah. know, let him let him really get his feet settled in. I mean, I smell a like on his breath still. I, go ahead. I
2: guess no. I guess in a weird way, like when you talked about the sustainability and and people now adjusting the job. I mean, Josh Allen is still having a a good season. He's still, to me. I think we've talked about this at the beginning of the the, the year. That you probably still can't name ten quarterbacks that you want over him,
1: over Josh Allen. Yeah, no, ten. No. He's probably number
2: I ten. Think so. Hey, and he might he might be ten. So ten out of thirty two. I'll I'll take that. But what I said to you, like being able to adjust now to Josh Allen, there's a there's a bunch of old job word caveats that you have to throw in there. That yes, Justin's gonna throw for more. He doesn't have Zeke, and that's not a knock on Dak. Like yes, Eckler. Eckler Ek- isn't Eckler's not bad. He's never had a 1,000-yard season either. I looked that up. I was, I, I'm pretty sure that's legit. All right. So they, if they don't run, he has to throw the ball. Dak can hand off to Zeke. There's also the argument, Zeke, I mean, Dak probably could have won rookie of the year if it wasn't for Zeke. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you compare their first two years, Justin's had better years in one and two. And then the idea to adjust... So now in year three, it takes you three years to adjust to a quarterback. Nobody's adjusted to Justin Herbert. He's still ripping people up at 3,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. I mean, and, and I he, still, he still has five games to go, and he's already matched the touchdown production from last year.
1: Again, I don't think he's bad. I'm no, not saying no, he's no, not no. a good quarterback.
2: Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying like the idea of, of you know, I, I, you're right. We do like the shiny new object. I feel like we, we saw that with Justin Jefferson. We like Dalvin his first year. Sometimes, Carson Wentz. Sometimes when guys are just really good, they're just really good, and I think that Justin is really good, and they haven't figured out how to beat him yet because he's just that good. I think Josh Allen is really that good. I think that Josh. I think Josh Allen. If you want to be honest, he might suffer from the same thing that we put on Lamar Jackson. He doesn't really have anybody. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. At you, least the Lamar. You, you said that the man wasn't even top ten. I said he was top 10 You said top 5 well, We can go back to the footage He has a really good tight end So does Lamar right. And they have no run game He is the run game Touche so no, He is the run game So now if they have to adjust to him It's like well yeah Beat us Josh Beat us yeah. Lamar And you can't do it by yourself
1: Well I mean this season Teams have done fairly well Against Josh Allen He is not wow. tearing up teams Like he did last year Neither has Lamar He's not an MVP right now Kind of saying So uh, again like Yes You know Maybe you you take a, the league by storm, or you're doing some things they don't expect, or whatever like that. If I'm looking at my if I'm looking at my schedule, and I got the Bills this week, and I got the Packers the week after that, yeah, I'm looking at the Bills, but I'm like, I know I got Aaron Rodgers next right. week.
2: I think it's a weird question, just because he's a two year guy versus a six year vet. Like, it's Why his, all feels. It was a very yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, it was it was that guy does a ton of he does a ton of these polls, and for whatever reason, like I saw, I happened to see it, and I happened to be the first one to respond to it, and I was like, Dak, and it's not even close. Similarly, from the fact that you're talking about a six year veteran mm-hmm. versus a, a, a two year a sophomore in the league. Mm-hmm. Give me the vet. Yeah. Right. And and that's kind of just, just how it sparked. But to your point, though, I've been meaning to hold this because we talked about Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. And y'all said that man was a top five receiver in this league. Yeah. And you said, mm-hmm. give me six weeks mm-hmm. of see what he, because that first six weeks, he has some really, mm-hmm. he's going over. 55 receiving yards once in the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. Scored two touchdowns yesterday. Before that, he had scored two in five weeks.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. What what are the total numbers though? Which what total numbers would you like? Yards, touchdowns, receptions uh,
1: compared I, to I the mean, top guys. I mean, I, I can pull that next. That that wasn't a conversation, I can pull it. Uh because he said six weeks of because mm-hmm. he ate it up the first six weeks. Since then, 32 receiving, 49, 32, 39, 52,
2: 77. Mm-hmm. So is he is he really good? I think he's really good. Is he now having top 10 production? Obviously not. On a consistent basis. But again, again twice last night. But but again, that's to my point. So maybe it took defenses or whoever su- such amount of time to now adjust or adapt to Jamar Chase's style. Maybe you have to shave more coverage, may have to do whatever you have to do, but it's taken
1: 30 games and you still can't figure out Justin Herbert. Oh, I mean, no, this is, that was a completely separate. Oh, okay. It was me okay. just being petty because we talked about Jamar Chase and y'all were like, he's top and five. Think, and I'm like, no, I think we're a little too early on that. Defense yeah.
3: aren't stopping him. He's stopping himself. He's dropping passes. I mean,
1: that's kind of his main job. You can't, you can't be a top yeah, five just, receiver and dropping passes like that. Yeah. Yeah. So again, so at, at the I, time, I would
3: like to see the numbers compared to everybody else. Um, I mean, so we'll be, Not, I mean, I gotta do it, it right now. But oh, I have I it up now. I'll, I'll still be
1: What receptions, yards, touchdowns? What do you want to see? Uh, yards and receptions. Yards. So receptions. Oh, it flipped. In terms of yards, he is. He's still hanging on at fifth. He's still hanging on at fifth for yards, receptions. He is, I'm going to say not top 20 because right. he's not on the first page. How I many, I mean, 25 on the first page, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not top 25 in reception, which is understandable in that offense. Um, I, Touchdowns, yeah, touchdowns. Yes. Touchdowns, he is fourth. All right. So he's still top five ish. <laughs> so so you, you're still saying he's top five yeah, receiving this one? Yeah. League? Okay. Okay. If you do, it's a personal choice. You can say that, but I'll stick by that too. Just
2: again, when you go through those lulls, like what's that stat that you, I think you put up one time about, um, uh, Derrick Henry. Like he hadn't played for five weeks, but he was still leading the league in rushing. He's still top five (laughs) right now. Right. And he hasn't played in five weeks. So, you know, you shut this man down and he's still fourth in touchdowns, fifth in, what do you say, yards? Yeah, top five in yards. Top to, five, to, to me,
3: Tyler Boyd's and T. Higgins, and and also, and a and also back.
2: to me, that's like one of those Randy Moss okay. years where you know he might have only four receptions in one game, but he's got four touchdowns. Right. Okay. He's not a possession receiver.
1: It's a big play receiver. Yeah. Six weeks of below average production, but Man. he had a he had an amazing first six weeks. So but I mean, a, he's kind of riding it. But all is fine. Which so. again, so
2: on the season, to me, that's like say like. What was the first the first week of the season? The first game of the season, and everybody was thinking Aaron Rodgers is oh, done. Relax, <laughs> relax. Oh, he played the Saints. Which? So, so, so in context, if you just Saints. look at what this man did for the season, would you say no? That's definitely not top ten. Just look at his numbers. Or if you want to just target one section, all right, cool. Yeah, you're right. For those five weeks, he couldn't get it right.
3: And the fact that he's still top five in two of the major categories of playing receiver, okay, says a lot. Okay, as a rookie, as sure. a rookie. That's all I got
2: That's, that's all folks um, Oh guys We have um, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning uh, We have tryouts uh, To play
1: a pickup
2: game For the Bulls
1: Oh yeah um, Oh yeah okay Let me um, Are we vaxxed?
2: Everybody vaxxed? Yeah yeah Everybody, oh, yeah, everybody yeah, vaxxed and yeah, wax. I'm, I'm vaxxed um, um,
1: All we have to okay. do Is be able to
2: dribble And pass Okay And shuffle
1: um Slide oh, step. and there are no there are no rules on like shoe color, so I can wear whatever shoes I want, yep. right? Any shoes you want. Sweet. It's cool. I'm so, in the
3: corner, you know. I, I
1: don't do too much moving. I'm good for six files. I, that's 18 between us? And what six techs I'm good for that.
2: Ooh, I don't mm-hmm. mind getting thrown out of a game. I'm good for that. All right. Well, let's go. just need help? You should recruit the blind league and the deaf league. All right. <laughs> the man in my right is Ankshay. Grease.
1: <laughs> good. Grief. good. Can we end this, please? No, 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 no. I'm just going to end it. I don't even care if y'all give me something else. You know what? Forget it. Out.